Hey everybody, welcome to Block Talk, man. I'm your host, Boogie, and that's your co-host, Gallo, El Cochino Chingon. Hey, we didn't even plan this. We're matching shirt Early's colors, not what we're saying on our shirts. I mean, the message is pretty much the same, though. Yours says, uh, tacos and cervezas. Mine said, this guy needs a beer. So, I mean, it's the same message. Pretty much, yeah. It. Mine just needs tacos. <laughs> What's up, brother? How's your week been, man? Same old, same old, man. Just doing the grind, waiting for the weather to get better so I can ride my bike to work. But other than that, just living the dream, the American dream of working until you have nothing better to do in your life. Yeah, work till you fucking die, especially with the way they're trying to cut Social Security right now and Medicare. But moving past that, uh, man, I've had a fucking week, dog. My truck caught fire uh, yesterday. You have no luck with vehicles, bro. <laughs> you have no Dude, like, so right in the muffler, right? So my, my muffler exhaust goes to the top of the truck, right? And I had something sitting there. And literally in the time it took for that blockage to get up there and for me to get off the truck, the shit caught fire. And I'm talking about like instantly. Oh, your work truck, your work truck. I thought you were talking weird. about like your, your personal truck. Yeah, no, okay. no, no, not my fucking truck. No, hell no. No, hell no. Oh, my God. I wouldn't be here, guy, because I would have fucking laid on a sword <laughs> in the olden times. I would have killed myself. I would have dishonored yeah, myself. Yeah, I was like, I you're pretty chill for, you know, your truck catching fire. Like, okay, whatever, man. You must have some good Xanax or something. Oh, no, that's my work truck. They got gotcha. insurance. <laughs> no, gotcha. it's my work truck, man. It is, that, that shit's insured. I mean, my shit's insured, too, but still, you know. If I don't have my work truck, all they do is be like, go home. And I'm like, okay, I'll go play video games. But anyway, uh, yeah, man, shit caught fire, like literally in less than a minute, bro. And so I was like, oh my God, it was just Isn't the second terrible. time your, your truck's so caught on that fire? That was my day yesterday. Was... Yes, the same <laughs> truck too. I smelled like fucking soot all day. Fire department showed up. They see the burn marks from the last time that I drove that truck. And he's like. So does this happen often? I was like, nah, oh man. I'm like, that's from like eight, nine months ago. And he was like, I don't know. Seems pretty often to me. I'm like, thanks, man. Later. Yeah, but they, they were able to put everything out and it was all good. Luckily, the truck still works. But just having a few wire shortages from the flames. But it'll be all right. But anyway, enough uh, depressing things that have happened to Boogie in his life before I start crying thinking about my childhood. <laughs> Uh, today's episode. <laughs> oh God, I'm fucking sick, man. I don't know what's wrong with me, or maybe what's right with me. I should say. Anyway, today the episode is the art of flirting. Today we're gonna be talking about the art of flirting and how to confidently approach and connect with potential partners. So we're gonna start on the mm -hmm. approaching, okay? And then we're going to move over to the okay. connecting because it is, I feel like a two-step process. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because even in your approach, that's a subtle art. In oh yeah, totally. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead and start us <clears throat> off. Okay. Uh, so with shit. the approach. Yeah. I talked too much. <laughs> so with the approach, I think you, it's better to read body language. Like it, it's, it's one of those things you have to, you have to have skills before you have the, the balls to approach. I mean, confidence is key. You have to have the confidence to be able to do it or pull it off. But I think the 
one of the more important things or two important things is wit, sense of humor, and uh, being able to read body language, understand body language, because that way you can avoid rejection before you get rejected. You can tell, oh, okay, she's into me or it seems like she's into me or maybe she's into the guy behind me or just off to my side. I can't tell. I'm not going to look around, but at least that way, you know, to go ahead and approach. So that way you don't set yourself up for failure. But let's just say you, you've gone through all that. You figured out, okay, she's into me. She's smiling at me. She's playing with her hair. She's biting her lip. She looks away when I look back at her, whatever. Then you want to go ahead and walk up to her. Don't hesitate. Don't you know, chicken out halfway through and turn around and think you can come back later because you cannot recover from one of those things. Like if you commit and then break off and then try to come back later, she's going to see that and notice that. And that's just going to kill the whole vibe. So confidence is key. Just go ahead and walk up to her, introduce yourself to say, Hey, how you doing? My name is Gallo or whatever your name is. Uh, introduce yourself, ask her her name, ask her what she's doing there and just ask her anything about herself and people generally just all people in the world, or sorry, most people in the Western world like to talk about themselves, ask them about their day, ask them what's going on, ask them something crazy and obscure, just like, Hey, you know, do you think it's ever going to snow here? You're in Texas. And of course, uh, it snows once every 30, 40 years, but you know, you can ask them, Hey, you think it's going to snow today? Even if it's like 70 degrees outside and you'll make them laugh. And the key is to just approach them, make them smile, make them laugh, make them feel comfortable with themselves. And then ask them, hey, do you want to go on a date? Can I get your phone number? Ask them for any personal details. You don't want to come in. Hi, my name is Guy. Can I have your phone number? I want to take you on a date. That's the last thing you want to do ever. Yeah. I also think another thing that's important, location, location, location. Because I don't know. Like there's some dudes that view like flirting as like baseball. They're like, I'm gonna go up to the to the plate every time, and I don't give a fuck if I if I strike out. I'm gonna go out swinging on on th- on the first three pitches. I don't care if it's a ball, if it's a strike. I'm swinging at everything that's in there. And every now and again, they hit a home run, but a lot of times they're fucking striking the fuck out. You know what I mean? So I think location, location, location. Some of y'all want to like hit on a chick while she's over there with her kids and shit like that, or you know what I mean? Like she's over there hanging out with her with her elderly mom waiting to go see the doctor and you're like, Hey, uh, how you doing? Like, you know what I mean? Like you can't be fucking weird, man. You gotta pick, pick, pick a time. That being said, I think that when it comes to flirting also, location also matters. Cause I think that there's a different, there's different subtleties like to hitting on a woman that's let's say at, at target, right. Compared to, you go to a club and you want to flirt with a chick over there. You know what I'm saying? Where Target is mostly just your mouthpiece. Like, it's just like you can have actual conversation and talk, make her laugh, shit like that. And in the club, it's more of like a body language type flirting. You know what I'm saying? Where it's just heavy eye contact. Maybe you might whisper like a funny little joke or maybe be like, hey, let's get out of here and go get some tacos or something afterwards, blah, 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 whatever you do. You know what I'm saying? But it's mostly body language it's it's the it's the eye fucking it's the dancing up close on each other the casual contact shit like that so i think that that's also uh one of the main factors of when it comes to flirting is knowing your surroundings and being able to assess the situation to be like okay should i talk more here should i crack a joke here or is this more of just a let me be a laid back cool cat for a minute oh yeah that that's um i mean 
it should go without saying, but we want to help everybody out there that's that's trying to get into a relationship or if you just want to hook up, whatever. Be, but be honest about that if you're just trying to get it in. Um, and so it's hard, it's hard to think back or revert into the fundamentals and, and the basics. Like for me, the basics is just learning how to uh, read body language and see what a girl is into or what she's what signal she's giving off to go ahead and approach her or, and it doesn't even have to be that she's giving me signals to approach her. Sometimes I just look for her not giving me signals to fuck off. Like if she, if I don't have those fuck off vibes from her, then I'm going to go <laughs> yeah. in because that's not, that's not her telling me no or telling everybody leave me alone. And like you were saying about like, you know, location is important. You can still, there's still ways to uh, flirt and approach, even if she's with her kids or if she's with her grandmother, or she's at a hospital or she's at, at the dentist or whatever, but it takes a lot of practice, a lot of um, uh, experience. The it takes a bit more tact. And even then, my, my approach yeah. is I don't even try to, to spit game at her like, hey, look, you know what? I think you're attractive. Here's my business card. If you want, grab some lunch or coffee sometime, hit me up and leave it alone at that. If she calls you fine or she doesn't, whatever, at least there you're not getting rejected. She's not telling you, oh, fuck off. There may be a time where I misread it. I give her the card and she just throws it at me, whatever. Um, and I'm like, all right, fine. Maybe I misread that. Maybe I didn't, I wasn't paying attention to something she was giving off or I turned away when she started giving off some fuck off vibes, whatever. But that's one of the reasons I always stress to guys to always have a business card, even if it's just your name and phone number, don't have your position, don't have your company, don't have anything like that. Just name and phone number on a bunch of cards. They're like 20 bucks for 500. You know, you spend 20 bucks, you spend more than 20 bucks whenever you go to the bar. And during the week, if you go to Starbucks, you're spending, you know, that less than that in a, or more than that in a week. So, you know, just invest, invest in yourself, buy some business cards and just be able to hand them out whenever you go on about. So. Yeah, you're spending more than that, like on two trips to Starbucks, man. This coffee prices are insane. That's why I would, I will never buy fucking coffee. Like I, I never will. You know how much it costs to make a cup of coffee? It's like thirty four fucking cents. All right, it's thirty four. It costs like thirty four cents to make a cup of coffee, and this shit is like nine fucking dollars for some venti soy milk crab grass wheat grass bullshit. I'm not going to pay that. I don't drink anyway, coffee, so I, I don't even know. I, just, I, I thought they were still five bucks, but I didn't know they were, they were going up in price. Me, I just drink tea and pibs, so. Man, them things, them things are fucking expensive, dude. That's why, like I said, I have a coffee maker here in my place. I just make coffee at home. I'm not going to pay that giant upcharge. I get a big old thing like that of Folgers. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Folgers. But I get a big ass thing like that, and that motherfucker will supply me for like three months. And then I just do it like that every day. Anyway, going back to the art of flirting. Uh, yeah, it definitely takes more experience and stuff. Like, you have to understand, mm -hmm. man. Nobody's batting 100. You know what I mean? Nobody's batting 1,000. You're you going to have some misses. You're going to have some L's. And it's fine. You know, some of them girls, they're going to be like, oh, I, I got a man. And some of them do. Some of them don't. They just want you to leave them alone. And that's that's fine. You basically just want it, to. It's about reps. You know what I mean? Like, get, getting that practice in. And, uh. I, I'm pretty sure you definitely get a guy, but like most dudes want like a one line fits all. They're like, what can I say to a girl that I get her to fall for me? And the secret to that is there is no one line, bro. Like women are different. You can't just like, it's not, they're not a bunch of uh, square like pegs and you got this cube here and you're like, I'm going to dominate. 
Like that don't that shit don't work like that, man. So you just gotta assess the situation, kind of just just vibe. You know what I mean? Just kind of act like, listen, man, your number, I could take it or fucking leave it. It doesn't really make a difference to me. But I think that you're very attractive, and you know, I'd like to get to know you more. Something something like that. I guess again, don't take that word for word and try to be like, oh my god, he said this is what I should say. No, 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 no. Again, it's. <clears throat> everybody vibes differently behind different things. You know what I mean? Like on one of them, maybe you see that like, I I don't know, maybe she has like a little Batman figure on her keychain, and you also like Batman and you're like, Oh my God. Hey, uh, what do you think about this new movie that's going to come out or whatever the fuck, you know what I'm saying? Or you see something in her car, you know, like as you're walking by and you see her getting out and you see something dangling from her rearview mirror, just anything, just pick up on little subtle shit and be like, or make a joke about something she's buying. Like if she's buying, some coffee, you know, just make a joke about anything. Like I said, you, there's many things in your environment that can help you out, especially, like I said, at a grocery store or somewhere more chill. <clears throat> it's a little bit tougher in a nightclub because, again, it's more for like most of the time the guys that tend to get laid at nightclubs are the guys that like they, they already got their game down to a point, you know what I'm saying? And they go to the nightclubs often and they already know what's up. So, it, I would say work up to the nightclub, you know what I mean? Because, again, it's not very uh, conversational. It's mostly just, like, body language and stuff like that. And sometimes that can be really intimidating, especially, like, if sometimes you'll go up to a girl and ask her to dance and she says no, and then you turn around and by the time you get back to your spot, some other jacked fucking dude asks her to dance and she says yes. So now that should have shoot your confidence all the way to the floor sometimes, you know what I mean? So you got to be prepared for that type. Yeah. Shit. So like you were saying about like noticing little things on them, that's where wit comes in and, and wit isn't just sense of humor, but it's being sharp and being able to, to come back quickly with, with things. Part of it is humor, but the other part is like you said, noticing little things that they do or they have on them, being able to comment on it. And like I've, I've mentioned, or we've mentioned before on other episodes about, you know, improving yourself, being able to talk about different subjects. If you're into sports, that's fine. But not every woman on earth, or very few women on earth are going to be into sports or the same sports you're into, or even the same team you're into. Even if you both live in Houston, sure, everybody's on, on the Astros bandwagon right now. But here next year, when they start being the Lastros again, or in two or three years, whenever it is that they start, you know, falling behind, you know, nobody's going to care about the Astros. <laughs> and so you're not going to have that common ground. So it's important to read a diverse set of books to uh, go on to Google and just try to learn whatever you can on YouTube. Just learn about all kinds of different subjects. Even if you're not super into them, you know, find out about as much as you can about anything that just interests you. Because instead of going on TikTok and watching girls shake their ass, the guy that spends time improving himself and being able to have a conversation about any subject, you know, I'm not, I'm not a college graduate, but I could hook up with doctors and lawyers if I really put any effort into it, because all I have to do is hang around them. And I come off as though I have been to college and they often ask me, Hey, well, would you get your degree in or would you graduate from? And nine times out of 10, they're surprised to find out that I only went to community college for a semester or two before I joined the army. And they can't believe that someone with my type of background can have a conversation with them. So wit is something that you can gain over time. It doesn't have to be innate. It helps if you do have it naturally. The other thing you'd mentioned about, uh, you know, like being where you at, not just location, but um, how to flirt with body language at 
a dance club or even a bar, you know, the, the general vibe at dance clubs or just a nightlife in general, you're kind of set up on second base already, not second base of like, you know, kissing and holding hands and fondling and having sex, like being the home run, but just as like you're, you're pre-set up that, Hey, everybody here, almost everybody here is ready to hook up or has the intention of hooking up. Some people are here to just have fun and go dancing, but the majority of people that go to the nightlife are there to try to hook up. And like you'd said about if a guy comes up and, you know, you go up to a girl and she turns you down, the next guy she says yes to, you know, at least then you realize, okay, she has a type. I'm not jacked. I'm short and skinny or I'm tall and, you know, thick or heavy, sad or whatever. And this other guy comes up. Oh, she's into black guys. Oh, she's only into white guys that are clean cut. I've lost out on a lot of girls because they don't like my bad boy type look. So with that, you could also exploit your own looks, whatever you look like. If all the other dudes look like you, you might want to move to a different town or even just go visit, go to, um, I've been meaning to go to Iceland just because, uh, the male to female ratio is super high. But then on top of that, Iceland is nothing but tall, blonde, light-skinned women. And I would be considered exotic just being there, just existing. I wouldn't even have to have game or any guy that looks like a Latino in Iceland doesn't have to have a lot of game. They just have to bumble their way around with some Icelandic and hopefully they can understand some English. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's like, you hear a lot about like foreign game right now where like guys, like a lot, a lot of white guys like taking the, like these crypto bros going to Colombia and stuff like that and seducing these Colombian women where like, you hear a lot of horror tales about that too though, man. That's why, listen, <clears throat> any road worth walking is going to be tough. You know what I'm saying? Because there's a lot of these guys that are going to Colombia picking up these Colombian women and yeah, she's fucking hot. And then they bring her back to America and then they're like, thanks for the green card. Adios. You know what I'm saying? Like I've seen that shit happen a few times. So you kind of got to be careful with that. And again, that goes to like not letting yourself be used, which we talk about regularly. And we've talked about before. You can't let yourself be used for your resources to where you're not getting nothing back. Cause there are some people and I don't even want to say just women. Cause there are people that would just take advantage of you as a as a person which is fucked up but hey it happens uh to stick with the baseball references you are starting off on second base but guess what you got to tag up motherfucker and <laughs> tag up means that you got to try to haul your ass to third you know what i'm saying because in in the nightclub shit runs quick you know what i'm saying like yeah she'll have interest in you and then you'll say like okay thank you for the dance and then you try to come ask her to dance two three songs later and then there's a whole dude at her table all of a sudden like hugged up with his hand up under her skirt and shit like that. Like, shit moves quick, man. That's why I said you got to be ready to tag the fuck up. So that's why I said the nightlife is basically flirting on steroids. You got to be quick, make a great impression, you know, look your best. Like, it's literally just a quick tumble of shit where if one thing goes wrong, me, I say abandon her. I'm like, fuck it, move on to the next one. Because if you say something and then you make a joke and she doesn't laugh and she's like, what? Like, not, not like she can't hear you. But she found your joke lame or offensive. Move the fuck on, because you're obviously already losing, and she's already got that image. In her on, head. on that note, though, if you stand your ground on it, you can, you can, you can, you know, ten toes down on whatever you said, and then double down, and you can possibly come back. But again, if she's like, you know, you or gross about it, don't try to, don't just stand your ground. Just walk away, like, hey, nice meeting you, whatever. But if it's something that. As long as it's like not political or too sexual or too crazy, you know, stand your ground. 
but never backpedal either. Don't don't. Oh no, well I didn't really mean that because then that's gonna that's gonna like turn her off so much on that sense as well. So you know you can just act like it didn't happen, stand on it, or walk away. One of those three. Yeah, usually, like I said, if, if you stand on it, like, I, I would say this, like, if, if you make a corny joke, it's okay to stand on that. But if you make, like, an extra sexual joke, and then she's like, what? Like, she looks like she's, like, disgusted or going to call security on you. Do not stand on that. Back away immediately. Flee. Flee, young brother. Flee as fast as you can in the opposite direction. Because, like you said, that, that you should never back down off what you say. I'm not telling you to back down because you don't want to look like you don't stand your ground. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like you want to look confident. So there are some times that if you stand your ground, she's just kind of testing you to see if you will. So again, that just goes to the subtleties again. That's why I said, man, nightlife to start there is fucking hard. Cause like I said, there's a lot of things that are not necessarily working against you, but there are things that can shatter your ego very quickly. If you're not very confident in yourself. So you need to make sure that you have that like, self-confidence for sure you know what i'm saying because like i said there's plenty of dudes that go to the nightclub that they've been shot down 10 12 times a night and they're like tonight's not my night i'm gonna come back tomorrow like they'll come back to the same spot or they'll leave that spot earlier to go to a different nightclub either on the same street or in the same part of town so that way they're like all right obviously fish ain't biting here tonight moving the party downtown and i've seen that shit plenty of times where i start somewhere see see a group of dudes i move somewhere else and then later on in the night, I see that same group of dudes, and now they're surrounded by women. So it's just kind of, you know what I'm saying? Don't don't feel like you're stuck to a certain location. That's another thing I notice. A lot of people tend to cage themselves where they get the same, uh, God, for lack of a better term, they get the same hunting grounds. They always go to the same fucking spot to, to, to get women and shit like that. And I'm not saying there's anything wrong with that. If this place is good to you, I get it. It's your little honey hole or whatever. But don't be afraid to broaden yourself out. Like, if you go somewhere... And your friends are like, man, this place is so cool. There's so much ass. That's probably good for your friend because of his personality, the way he looks like, the way that he maneuvers or whatever. So you don't be afraid to be like, hey, guys, maybe let's go to this bar over here tonight. Or if they don't want to go with you, just say, fuck them. Go by yourself, man. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with that either. You know, or like I said, if they're your friend, most of the time they won't mind. They'll be like, yeah, fuck it. Why not? Let's try a new spot or whatever. I don't mind giving up some ass for tonight to try a new spot. Cause I'm sure I could get ass at this spot too. You know what I mean? That's yeah. And me. you know, I hate, I hate to focus so much on getting ass. It's, it's more of just like flirting and get, just being able to talk to women in general, but you know, you're not going to be able to get into a relationship if you can't flirt, if you can't get it in, because I don't know many people that get into a relationship without having sex. I mean, like I get it. You know, people don't wait for marriage anymore, but even just relationships, I don't think anybody, Oh, we're we're gonna take it slow, and we're not gonna have sex until we're monogamous or we're like officially official. Like I, I, other than some Christian friends, I don't think anybody else outside of like church going Christians do that. I don't know. Have you ever been in a relationship that you didn't ha get it in beforehand? I'm not counting high school. I'm talking about like when I was <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Like not time. counting high school. Yeah, I was like I was 16. Yeah. That's it. Uh, no, nah. no. Nah. And being a grown ass man. No, cause listen, man, let, let's, let's be honest here. 98% of men, most of the time when they approach a woman is cause they want to fuck her. You know what I'm saying? They find her sexually attractive and they kind of want to, 
they're imagining what it's like to sleep with her. You know what I'm saying? And I mean, listen, I'm 98% of men. I'm part of the majority. You know what I mean? I don't talk to women unless I find them attractive initially. You know what I'm saying? Like when it comes to like, for, for me, flirting or dating, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not going to go flirt with, and th- there's nothing wrong with this. You know what I'm saying? You can do whatever the fuck you want to. If you find a woman attractive, don't let your friends make you feel ashamed because you think she's a baddie. If you think she's bad, get more power to you, brother. Go get go get her. Go go wrangle that thing up. But again, if, if I don't find a girl attractive, I'm not going to flirt with her. Even if all my partners are like, damn, man, I, that girl that girl over there is fucking hot and she's checking you out. I'm like, but I don't, I don't give a fuck. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's not my, that's not my style. That's not my stilo. I'm not even gonna go waste my breath or go waste conversation time I could be having with somebody else. So you know what I'm saying? Don't, don't be afraid to. Everybody has their own likes and their own dislikes. So don't feel like you have to be ashamed of whatever you like. If you like pudgy white girls, a hey, more power to you. You know what I'm saying? Somebody got a level. It ain't going to be boogie. So it might as well be somebody else. I, you know, on that note, I got a buddy of mine from high school. Um, his nickname was Freaky Dicky Papa Bear. He played semi-pro football. He stripped. He was a male stripper. Uh, cut in shape even now, even to like his late. No, he's mid 40s now. Mid to late 40s. He's still in good shape. And, you know, when we were in our late teens, early 20s, you know, we'd always bust his balls because he liked big, thick girls, you know. But the hot, slender, you know, your your typical model type girls were always attracted to him and throwing themselves at him. And he didn't like them. Like he, he'd hook up with them just because like that's what's expected. That's what the guys, you know, would, you know, oh, man, I wish I was you, whatever. But he didn't have games, so he couldn't really keep them. He'd hook up with them a few times and then either he just self-sabotage or whatever. But he didn't like them because he preferred thicker girls. And um Finally, he settled down, got married. He's he's married to a, a thick girl, but she's a nice woman, lovely housewife. They've got like four kids now, and you know he's happier than ever because he quit trying to make his friends happy or, or you know impress his friends and decided to make himself happy. So, you know, that's just another life example. Hey, don't try to impress your friends. Don't try to do things for your friends because they make fun of you or you know, make expectations out of you or whatever, go for what you like. Because at the end of the day, you have to live with yourself, not your friends. Your friends are going to come over there and, you know, rub one out for you because you couldn't find the girl you wanted or you hooked up with a girl you didn't want to. Take care, take charge of your life, stand up for yourself, stand on your own 10 toes and, you know, be your own man and admit to what you like and don't let anybody else put you down for it. Yeah, your friends ain't going to suck a dick. So uh, another important part in the art of flirting, appearance, okay? Because I notice a lot of y'all be looking dusty, busty, and fucked up. And then y'all be like, I don't know why I don't have a bad bitch. And you smell like a stripper locker room. You smell like 10 pounds of bounce that ass sweat. Like that shit is ridiculous. You don't got no damn hygiene. And you talking about why I don't got a bad bitch. Make sure you shower. Trim your Trim your fingernails. You know what I'm saying? Uh, shave unless you just you like an unruly beard, which some women like that shit. You know what I'm saying? Get get a fucking haircut. You know, dress dress for the occasion. Don't show up with a shirt with fucking holes in it and stuff like that. You know, you want to make a good impression. Treat it almost like a fucking job interview, basically. You know what I mean? Like you don't want to be so uptight, but it's like you're applying for the position of a her potential 
whether whatever you're looking for, you, you could be her potential partner, her potential fuck buddy, her potential husband, whatever position you're applying for, which again goes with you telling the truth and y'all letting it be known to each other, whatever y'all want out of each other. But you're applying for that position and that job with the chance to move up the corporate ladder. So you should dress as as such. You know, you know what I mean? It also like oh God, how do I want to put this shit, man? Fuck me. Uh, God, I am really struggling here. I had it, tip of my tongue, and then it just yeah. No, I mean I've had women on my way. episodes before, or my on <laughs> well, podcast ahead, come on and say that they cannot believe the balls on these guys that come to talk to her. That on one hand they're attracted of the confidence that the guys have and whatever, but at the same time they're turned off because they got Cheeto dust on their shirt, they got animal hair on their shirt, they've got you know like eye crust. Um, food in their beard, whatever, and you know, is just a total turnoff. And for them, it's not even their sh- body shape, their size; it's their odor and their appearance, what they're wearing. She so was like, if he didn't have all that shit on him, like all the the cat hair and the food on his on his uh, clothes, and if he uh, like brushed his beard and didn't smell, I'd have probably fucked him that day. And she was like, yeah, I, I, I probably would have. He's not the most attractive guy, but he had confidence yeah. in that. It's like two extra points. Some women like add points to men's attractiveness just based on their confidence. And, you know, that's another thing that guys need to get across their head is that, you know, confidence helps a lot. Sure, money and muscles will get turn a woman's head. But if you don't have brains or confidence or a sense of humor to keep their attention, you're going to lose them. Yeah, you gotta have money muscles game. You gotta have the whole triangle, man. Like I said, you gotta. You could be lacking a little bit somewhere, but you don't want to just be fully without that because then all you got is a straight fucking line. And women don't want a straight line; they want that goddamn triangle, at least a little bit. If one of the points is dull, they'll deal with it. I remember what I was gonna say now. Some of y'all also, y'all do not have y'all place ready to fuck nobody, if that makes sense. Because listen. This girl will come home, like, let's say this, right? Let's say you did your thing, y'all had a great date, you met this girl at Target, y'all set up a date, date went great, she's coming back to your place. Go back to your place, the trash is overflowing with fucking trash. You got fucking dirty, nasty toilet paper still inside the bathroom uh, trash can. You know what I'm saying? Toothpaste stains in the sink. Dirty dishes in the fucking sink. You know what I mean? Uh, the dog hair on the floor. It's just, just dirty. Bed's not made. What woman realistically would want to fuck you like that? Unless she just really needs the dick that bad, she's going to be turned off by that shit. Because she's going to be like, what the fuck? I just walked into a man-child's cave and accidentally stumbled here. And I knew he was too good to be true. They're already talking themselves out of why they shouldn't fuck you. Because you didn't, couldn't take the time to before you went out, set aside an extra 30 minutes, and then just tidy up. I'm not telling you, you ain't got to get butt naked and do a deep clean scrub of the floor. Just clean up well enough. You know what I'm saying? To where she comes over, and she's not going to be embarrassed when her homegirls ask her the next day, like, oh, what was his place like? <clears throat> yeah, I learned that lesson in 1997. Uh so I had my own place. Uh, it was a, a tiny little place. Uh, it was affectionately called the shoe box because this motherfucker was 20 feet by 20 feet with an attached restroom. Like it was, it was super small. Um, 
and there was one window in that motherfucker oh, and that window had the window unit so that was it it was super dark um and that was my little fuck pad and i was hooking up left and right that was when i was in, in my you know super slut intercourse addiction days and but i was only hooking up with you know 16 17 18 19 year old or 17 18 19 year olds and you know when i had a woman that hooked up with me like she came over she was 25 26 and she walked in she looked at me and she goes leave the door open because it just smelled like badusi and you know we were sitting there and i was trying to get it in you know i'm, I'm sitting there <laughs> okay fine. That's great, okay it's warm i didn't have the ac on i i thought that's what it was want and i thought that's why she asked me to leave the door open because it was still hot um turn on the ac and like well no because i'm fucking wasting electricity so i turned it off i'm like you know sitting there trying to find a way to like get her to get to my bed and sit on there uh because it was a day bed we go sit on the bed and she like looks around and she's like i tell you what here's my number call me when you clean up this place up and i was like what you don't want to fuck and i was i was pissed i was like this bitch doesn't want to fuck how dare you how the fuck have you you have the audacity to tell me no Cause at this time I was like, um, I was bad. Like my, my yeah. dry spells were measured in hours, not days. Like it wasn't even 20, it was 12 hours was my max dry spell in this time. And then this bitch, like, I felt like she wasted my time. Like, great. Now I'm, now I'm going to go into a five hour dry spell because, you know, <laughs> I took the time to go to a club and do all this other shit, pick you up, bring you back here. Now, by the time I call somebody else, it's going to be like eight hours. Like, fuck you. But anyways. I clean the place up, keep talking to her because now it was a sense of pride. Now I'm going to make her beg to come see me. And eventually, you know, we kept hooking up, seeing each other. And she explained to me, look, your place was trash. Like it, it was just disgusting. It smelled bad. It was unkept. And in a sense, I was fortunate enough to get that lesson early on versus having to wait until 2023, fucking 25 years later to hear that lesson on Block Talk with boogie and gallo so fortunately you get that lesson now instead of having to learn it the hard way when a woman comes over and tells you to fuck off yeah because there's nothing more embarrassing than that man like i said you you want to be proactive not reactive so get it get ahead of the game like i said because all these things are just working in your favor when it comes to being attractive you know what i'm saying because then also she's gonna get the sense that like okay this guy obviously planned on, you know what I'm saying? Like, he had everything planned out. He's he's meticulous. He's got the confidence that he knew he was going to bring my ass home later tonight. That's why he made sure to clean up. You know what I'm saying? And they find that shit very attractive. So, now, we talked about attracting women, Guile. Now let's talk about connecting. So, let's say, for this hypothetical scenario, all right? You're at your local Target. You, you attracted a nice young lady. How do you connect with someone through flirting and then that leading into uh, a for first me, date? And I, I love Target. Like Target is one of my favorite hunting grounds because I'm tired of bars. I'm tired of clubs. I'm too old to get drunk anymore. Like hangovers suck until like five o'clock the next day. And that's with me only drinking like three or four. So I don't go out drinking. <laughs> I like to go to Target because I'd rather spend that time getting laid and, you know, afterglow and having breakfast and fucking again. <clears throat> So whenever I connect with a girl or woman, uh, you know, the, the most important thing is to pay attention to them and try to remember things they say, because 
it means a lot. Women know that we want to fuck them. Women know that we want to get it in. Fine. They accept it. They understand that this kind of just human nature, biology, however you want to call it. <clears throat> Whenever you speak with them and have a conversation, pay attention to the little things they say, whether they're talking about their family, their pet, their children, their whatever, their job. It doesn't mean you have to listen to everything they say and keep it down into memory and like know verbatim what she does and who um, Susie in accounting is and why she's a bitch because she doesn't like her. Just keep in t- keep uh, tabs of, okay, she works at this type of place, this, that, or the other. As the conversation grows, instead of asking her specifically, what does she do at work or how's her day going? Talk to her, hey, you know, I've always wondered about whatever your industry is. How, what, what supply chain like? Like, how did you get into that? Then they'll start talking about college and you'll have to be, you'll be able to pick up different notes and different things about them so that it's not like an interview. It's not like you're grilling them to find out information because you're trying to, you know, use it against them later. You're trying to make them have a connection with you. And the more they talk, because people like to talk about themselves, the more they'll feel connected to you because you care and you pay attention to them. So when you come around to having that first date, if you didn't meet them at a dance club and hook up with them that same night, you meet them at Target, you go to that first date, you're able to carry a conversation about their day, about their life, about their work, about their college, about whatever's going on with them and being able to dig deeper to get to know them. And then they feel connected enough with you that you don't have to go back to your place. You can go in the back of her car or you can go wherever in public. Although ideally, you know, I'm also too old to be doing shit on top of cars anymore, but still you want to go back to your place or hers. And there's not that (laughs) tension because a lot of times when you hook up for the first time, uh, women often have that reservation, that kind of like last second, okay, uh, trying to come up with an excuse to not hook up with you, like you'd said earlier. And it, it's just more of their human nature and more of society telling them, hey, if you have sex, you're going to be called a slut. Women, that's one of the last things women about. One, women want to be called is either slut or cunt. Like you, they never want to hear that. Unless you have a certain type of relationship, then you can call them those yeah. things, but they don't want to be labeled that way. So that's why it's important to be able to connect with them. So whenever they do give it up to you, that's the last thing on their mind. exactly they want to feel like they almost accidentally fucked you you know what i mean like they don't want to be held responsible for their terrible decision making but listen uh, just to uh, to to grow off that don't be a fucking parrot because i i notice a lot of guys hmm. will will parrot so what i mean by parroting is a, a woman will say something and it's like you're a fucking parrot she'll be like Polly want a cracker. And then you're like, ah, Polly want a cracker. Like, that's not what she fucking wants. She wants a conversation. So you have to connect through conversation, not connect through repetition. Because if you just keep repeating back to her what she said, she's like, why the fuck am I basically having a conversation with myself for somebody to just stand here? You're just an extra person standing there. So to, to connect, you know what I mean? You have to actually be uh, responsive, not just repetitive. So when she says something... Because the other thing that you don't want to do is you don't want to be that guy that turns every story into uh, about you. Because, again, the whole point is to connect with her. Because there are some guys that, again, they'll have a conversation with a woman and she'll say something about herself. And she'll be like, uh, uh, I'm, I'm in supply chain. 
Like, oh, you're in supply chain? That's crazy. Uh, I actually do supply chain myself. I was a you know manager for such and such years, and this, this, that, and the third. Blah, 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 blah. And then you like never bring it back, and you just go rambling on about your fucking self. I can guarantee you, she doesn't give. I, I'll say she doesn't give one shit. You know what I'm saying? I'm not gonna say she doesn't give two shits. She doesn't give one shit because maybe she gives a little shit. But you know what I mean? People, especially women, when it comes to flirting and stuff like that. They love to fucking talk about themselves. They want you to get to know them again. They want to open up to you. Listen, they want to give you their panties. The only person stopping them from giving them your panties is you yourself and you. That's it. A lot of guys tend to usually fuck themselves over and get in their own way. And again, like I said earlier, this is not only about getting ass. Because this is about, now that we're past the attraction point, about connecting with a person. You know what I'm saying? And there's plenty of ways to connect with people. It doesn't need to be like heavy eye contact and shit like that, which don't get me wrong, definitely make good eye contact. You know what I'm saying? Introduce yourself. Don't try to crush her hand with a fucking handshake. You know what I mean? You're not trying to like dominate her. Just give her a nice little handshake. Introduce yourself. Or you can open up with a joke. However, like I said, it's it's different for every person. You have to use what comes best to yourself. You know what I mean? Like I said, what works for your friend who's trying to give you advice to be like, oh, just tell her this. He probably has the confidence and the looks to get away with saying a certain thing that you can't get away with. Just like some guys, they can make certain jokes and women will laugh. And then other guys will make that exact same joke. And they're like, oh my God, you fucking pervert. You know what I'm saying? It's about you got to find your lane and then just... Driving that motherfucker, turning it into an HOV. Uh, back to your point about like not turning the conversation back to you. There's two reasons for that. And and I don't know, I'm, I'm sure you'll agree with them. One is you want to get her to open up. But two, by not bringing everything back to yourself and trying to make yourself the center of attention, that's going to make you mysterious to her. That's going to make her curious about you. It'll make her want to know more about you. So then, of course, she wants to keep talking to you. So to get you to open up, that doesn't mean just answer yes or no to her questions, answer her questions, you know, as, as she's answering yours, but don't go too into depth. Don't go uh, explaining your entire career and how you ended up in uh, deciding to go that one drunken night that uh, you realize that, you know, your career choice is supply chain. And that's why you're a super awesome manager. She needs to learn that about you over time. We're talking like weeks because the, the, the whole thing, or not the whole thing, but a large part of attraction is is mystery and wanting to know more and getting little morsels. You want it to be like a snack that you're giving her versus trying to give her a buffet. And you know, more more often than not, buffets are just crap food that people just get like one or two things from versus being able to enjoy a fine dining experience where you get smaller portions in three or five different courses. Because at a buffet, what happens afterwards? You get stuffed, you feel like crap, and then you're like, oh, God, I'm not going to go back to that buffet for a while. That's exactly what you're doing to yourself. She's like, oh, my God, after that conversation, I feel I feel like crap. I feel stuffed with all these shitty emotions, and I don't think I want to go back there for a while. That's the that's the exact same thing. Whereas com- compared to when you go to Fogo de Chao, you leave there talking about, man, I had such a great experience. I had such a great experience. Did you try the lamb? Oh my God, the bread was so good. 
The water was fantastic. The wine was divine. Like, that's how you want her thinking about the conversation with you. Is like, you're a five-star fucking restaurant with a five-star Michelin chef in the back. And she's like, oh my God, I can't wait to go back. Three-star, there you go. Can't wait to go fucking back. Whereas in, again, you're this cheap Chinese buffet where they're just pushing shit out as fast as they fucking can and people are stuffing their faces. It's just an overload. You don't want to overload her senses. You know what I mean? You want to just be more mindful and more thoughtful to what you're saying and choosing your words carefully. Because like Gaio said, there is power in confidence and mystery. You know what I mean? If you're just going out, spilling your life story as soon as you open your fucking mouth, well, then the mystery's fucking over. You know what I'm saying? Mystery solved. So just kind of try to tone it back a little bit. You know, make her want you. Don't just go giving yourself out just super quick. Because especially nowadays, those, those like, quote-unquote nice guys, they give women everything that they think they fucking want, like off-rip, they get fucking stepped on, man. And then you got the assholes waiting in the weeds, just wait. <laughs> yeah. Uh, just a little side note for you, listener, is yeah. that I, I know where Boogie was going, and more often than not, everything is rated, like, on a five-star rating. But Michelin stars, you can only get a max of three and you can only get one at a time. So if something's got a, a three star Michelin rating. It took them three times for those reviewers to come in and be able to give them those stars. So um, if you ever find a three star Michelin restaurant, it's going to be fan fucking tastic. Best food you ever had in your life. Unless you go to another three star or even a one star. So there you go. That, and that's that's my whole point. That's what you want to fucking be. You want you want her to brag about you to her friends where she's like, oh my fucking God, girl, this dude is so amazing. Because that's the other thing too. So, so when it comes back to the, the art of flirting, uh, again, this is just where you got to be better. If a woman is surrounded by other women, I know a lot of times that can be very intimidating for a, for a lot of guys because they're not used to that. And they're like, oh my God, what if she says no and then all her and all her friends laugh at me? I get it. L- legit thought in your head, probably. Because I, I had I've had those thoughts also. So you just go over there. Again, you gotta be confident, and it has to be real confidence. It can't be manufactured bullshit because they see right through that and you'll crumble pretty quick. You go there, you're confident, and it, if you go up there and you go with confidence. Like I said, you're already getting bonus points because they're like, okay, he came over here while there's five of us and decided to speak to her. So he's obviously confident in himself. And then you just go over there and like I said, man, you say whatever the fuck you want. Like I said, the words don't necessarily matter so much as the message. You go over there and you li- you leave with a message of, of confidence and flirting. And then you can get the fucking group involved. You know what I mean? To be like, excuse me, sorry, ladies. I just came to hit on your friend. Or some shit like that. Again, I'm not giving y'all like a say this to get this reaction. It's just, I'm saying something generic right now. It's like, hey, excuse me, ladies, I just came to hit on your friend. And then everybody, you know, fucking laughs or whatever the fuck. And you'd be like, uh, you know, introduce yourself or whatever. Introduce yourself to everybody. That way they all feel included. Because a lot of times the reason they tend to shun a lot of guys away is because they get an unsafe feeling. Because this guy just came up and is trying to like snatch their friend away. You know what I'm saying? So you want to make the friends yeah. feel easy also. So I don't like to go, pro- I mean, I, I like approaching groups, but I don't like approaching them with, 
one girl in mind. Yeah, there's going to be one or two that I find more attractive, but you could end up shooting yourself in the foot because if you go to talk to this one specific girl and I'm sorry, I have a boyfriend. (laughs) We're just, I'm just here with my girlfriends. Now you're kind of like committed. And if you try to talk to the other ones, they're going to get upset that they're the second choice. So that's why whenever I approach groups, I prefer to like introduce myself to all of them. Hey, how you doing? Blah, blah, blah. I'm in from out of town or what are you guys doing here? Whatever. Have a conversation with all of them and find out who's more receptive to you. Because sometimes even if she has a boyfriend, if she's facing you, her toes, toes are pointed towards you, her body language is like she's engaging you, then okay, focus on that one. And if she has a boyfriend, then that's her own decision to cheat on him or not. I don't advocate that anymore. I used to not give a shit, but now I'm like, hey, don't don't get a girl to cheat on you. Uh, that's a whole other ethical conversation. But whenever you talk to a group, try to figure out which ones are more receptive to you and then pursue that one. Because if, like I said, if you go in with in mind with that, with that one that you want and she either turns you down or her friends tell you, oh no, she's engaged or she's married, then one, you're kind of lost points with that one. The one that just cock blocked her friend or beaver damned her, she might be interested in you and she's kind of giving you a hint. Hey, she's got a man, but you know, you can talk to me. She might even have a man, but she's not saying that she's letting you know, Hey, come talk to me. This is my cue to let you know, drop her because she's going to tell you, no, it's, it's, it's like I said, it's, it's all body language. It's all understanding conversation, reading between the lines. There's a whole lot that goes into flirting. There is no one shot answer that's going to work. A great opener is introducing yourself. Hi, my name is, what's your name? That will work 90% of the time. Not every time, but it will work more often than any other one line that you try to use that's out there. Yeah. And you got to understand when you are approaching people in real life, it is not a dating app. You don't need... Uh, I know a lot of guys think that they need like this like snazzy opener and shit like that. There's a lot of power in just introducing yourself. I know that social media and like dating apps like Tinder and shit like that make you think like, oh my God, if I don't have a clever, witty one-liner opening, she's never going to talk to me. Real life doesn't work like that. Real life is not the internet. You can just go nut up, pick your pick your nuts up and say, Hi. My name is Boogie. It's nice to meet you. What's your name? And there you go, dog. Run from there. And and even if that doesn't work, even if you're nervous, (laughs) it's okay to own that. Own and and just nut up to that. Like, hey, I'm a little nervous. I haven't been dating in a while. My name is Gallo. What's your name? And and own it. Don't try to hide it. Don't try to cover it up because they're going to be able to notice it. And the more you acknowledge it, the easier it is to just like forget about it. And eventually you'll be able to continue that conversation without being nervous or even in future ones, but admit to it. So that way she doesn't think you're some type of weirdo or, Oh, bless his heart. He's got Asperger's or he's got some kind of thing that he's socially awkward and can't talk, whatever, you know, just be open to it and admit to it. And, you know, a little self-deprecating humor can go a long way. Yeah, like I said, there's nothing like making fun of yourself, man. It it tends to work a lot. Uh, it, like I said, if you if your game is good enough, you can make fun of her shit. I know there's some guys that they're like, oh, don't don't do that. Don't ever make fun of her because then she's not gonna like you. I would say, man, if you if you got it like that, you got it like that, and you can do it like that. So, again, man, it comes from practice. No girl is unattainable. No, 
there's no magic secret equation that if you came on here seeing the title, The Art of Flirting, and you're like, yes, now I'm going to know exactly the things to say to get the woman of my dreams. It don't work like that, man. And sometimes, like Guy was saying, you might have your your heart or your eyes set on this one woman because you're like, damn, I think that she's the most beautiful woman I've ever seen. And then you go up there and then she shoots you down because she's already got somebody. Hey, man, like I said, sometimes that's a blessing in disguise. You never know. Maybe her friend next to her gives really sloppy BJs. So there you go, man. Just kidding. No, I'm joking. But <laughs> everything will come in time. Don't don't feel like rushed because there's also like a lot of guys that I'm noticing they feel like rush to just accept anything that comes to them because they're like oh my god this is the only pussy i'm ever gonna get i need to clutch onto this for dear life and never let it go and kill it and squeeze it and pet it and love it to death chill <laughs> yeah george like, do, do you remember george that, and ralph. Uh, that like old cartoon where it's like george and ralph from uh, bugs bunny yeah mm -hmm. yeah he used to pet, pet the it. fuck out that <clears throat> he used to pet the fuck out that thing and yeah, I'm gonna love it and squeeze it and pet it and, Try and, and the yeah. just screaming and shit like ah! Don't be that. Don't be George. Yeah, do not be George because that's exactly what's gonna happen. They're gonna try to run the fuck away. Listen, man. If it's not meant to be, don't fucking force it. Don't be that snake ass asshole ass fucking dick that tries to still be friends because you just care about her as a person get the fuck out of here yo because i'm i'm telling you right now me my me myself i you gonna have to bounce like you can't you can't be in this vicinity fucking around trying to spread spread poison because then every time she's mad at me you're over there like don't worry baby you can cry on my penis like don't be that fucking dude like i said but before i didn't give a fuck now like i said i'm a i'm a better man you learn from that you kind of get yourself fucked over a few times and then you're like you know what that that's a problem, and I was dealing maybe with some deep seated insecurities myself. Oh no, I thought be you better, were on a different guys. route. Be with like, don't Boogie. don't be, be that better. snake friend that's just waiting for, you know, the boyfriend to fuck up or your homeboy to fuck up, and you try to swoop in and take his girl or his ex because that goes against the bro code, you know. But you know, there's there's all kinds of shit, you know. No, yeah, that, that, no, yeah, that, that's exactly what I'm saying. Yeah, you, you can't you can't be that fucking guy, like I said, because there are some dudes, like I said, they'll pretend to be her friend. And then as soon as the boyfriend fucks up, he's over there bad-mouthing him like, man, girl, I told you that boy Boogie wasn't shit, man. I, I told you, man. He ain't, he ain't no real man. I, I knew it from the first time I met him. He wasn't no real man. You know what I'm saying? Not like a real man that could provide for you and take care of you like I could. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, bitch-made bitch cats really is what it is. It's just bitch-made yeah. cats. Oh, that's another episode we could talk about. Fuck. Oh. Yeah. Bitch-made cats? I'd love to. <laughs> We could. Look out next week for Bitch Made Cats. That's going to be the next episode, and I can't wait. Because <laughs> I go down the line of some Bitch Made Cats, man. Starting from starting from middle school, I go down the line of some Bitch Made uh. Cats. <laughs> uh, that was great. All right, guys. Well, hey, thank you so much for joining us this week. I would stay longer, but uh, I'm having an emergency currently that I have to go attend to. So... Thank you guys so much for coming to Block Talk this week. Uh, make sure that you check out all of Gaio's social media at sucias.xyz. That's his website where you can find the links to all his podcast episodes. Sucias are my favorite. And make sure to go check out the Instagram 
Susias are you guys my don't favorite. forget we're on block talk yeah. sorry cement block productions underscore between the two words oh man you 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 got it so <laughs> fucking confusing like you, you there's is we got it we got it we got to swip swap I, it out i got a down pat. cement block productions you'll find this on instagram you'll find these episodes don't forget to check out previous episodes there's some <laughs> great ones with conversations with pineapple dan and i forgot the other guy's name ah slim slim yeah and Slim, then, of course, Slim you know, old TJ. host Tommy, you know, there's some good episodes in there, too. Don't don't discount them just because Tommy's not around. He's got a life. He's got shit he's got to do. But we're always going to talk about trying to help you improve your game with women, improve yourself, be a better man and be more attractive in general and overall. So thanks for listening. And then some weeks we're just going to come on here and talk shit, man, because that's what I love. You know what I mean? Some some days will it'll be a little bit less formal. It will be alright. But yeah, cementblock underscore productions on Instagram. If you guys want to reach out, if y'all want to hear anything about any episodes, uh, let us know. Uh, we're available on YouTube at cementblock productions and available everywhere you get podcasts. Thank y'all and good night. I see you, block. <laughs>